Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So we're going to be moving on. As I said, beginning of the year, usually we feel, usually, I'm not sure if you do all, feel like your um, your batteries are charged and it has such a lovely effect on relationships because all of a sudden the partner's not that irritating or seems to be more attentive or listens more or does more, whatever it is, whatever issue bubbles up. Um, and maybe this isn't true, you know, maybe that feeling never goes away. But the question we're going to be asking today is this, because if you are feeling great at the beginning of the year and you feel like the battery is charged and your partner seems to change, the question is when they return to the way they were, is it because they've changed or is it because your battery is not as full, you don't have capacity to deal with it? Is it the way you're looking at it? Is it the way you're feeling about yourself? And basically what I'm, what I'm trying to say is in a relationship is a lot of the work self-work. Like, Do we have to turn inwards and work on ourselves and then see how it plays out in the relationship? I don't know. Just putting it out there. but And I can't answer the question, but I do have the relationship architect on the show today who hopefully will be able to answer the question. Shelley Lewin, we've had her on the show before. It's great to have Shelley back on the show and really looking at mastering and healing relationships. Shelley, welcome. Happy New Year. Lovely to have you back on the show. Thank you so much, Nikki. It's really lovely to be back talking about my favorite topic. So great questions that you're asking and let's explore this together. Indeed, indeed. So it does seem, and as I said, I could be completely wrong that, you know, after a holiday or during a holiday or time out or whatever it is, that everything seems to look a lot rosier. We have greater capacity, maybe more patient, whatever it is. Um, and this can, not always, can impact pos- uh, positively on our relationships. So when things start to change, Shelley, is it the external world changing or is it the internal? In other words, does our partner have to change in order for us to be okay or is it an inside job? <laughs> or both? So it, yes, well, exactly. So I do think that the, that each person is going to be going through flux at different times but generally speaking, when we're on holiday, we're a much healthier or, or rather in a healthier state of mind. You know, we tend to be on holiday mode. And when we're on holiday mode, we're uplifted. We don't have as many responsibilities and deadlines and things like that. So we tend to show up as the better version of ourselves when we're on holiday. And usually when we're the better version, then we're bringing a different energy into the relationship space, which then has a impact on our partner. So, you know, the, uh, in fact, I, I actually think that holidays are quite a useful indicator because if you enter into a holiday and when you bring a better version of yourself, you find your relationship is going better then it's actually a sign that that the current, you know, your stress and all that is a big contributing factor to the relationship and it not going well. But mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship where you're holiday and you're still bickering with each other and it's still not going well, well, then it's pointing to deeper things. So then it could be pointing to that there's fundamental um, uh, compatibility issues 
Or, if, you know, that no matter where we are, we're going to be bickering. So no matter where I go, there, there I am and there you are. And, and sometimes compatibility issues are unsolvable problems in a relationship. So, so the relationship really is under, it gets a lot of wisdom, I think, a lot of insights, a lot of data is revealed in a holiday space. Hmm. It's so true. I never looked at it like that, but I mean, that certainly is true. So, Shelley, what, what are you, I mean, are, are you saying that when you're looking at relationships, and you can answer this question after the break, when you're looking at relationships, if, if a couple comes to you as the relationship architect, do you think it's important for each individual to be working on themselves as well? If they just come to, um, you know, come to you because there, there are problems. What, what I'm hearing is that a lot of the problems are coming from within, but the problems can be coming from the partner as well. So do you yes. think that that is important that the, and, and how do you balance it and, and how do you go about that? So a quick break and then you can answer that question after the okay. break. Thanks. Hi FM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the DL Link Show. So just a reminder, the DL, the uh, Jerusalem Marathon taking place, wow, next month. Can't believe it. So everyone at DL Link is very busy arranging and organizing. Team DL Link is looking outstanding. They're all in training. They're getting ready for it. Um, they're going to be wonderful tours and Shabbos dinners. And then, of course, the race and, of course, this incredible experience of running with um, one of the Warriors' names on your back. So. If you'd like to take part in any way and you'd be like, and you'd like to make a contribution, go along to the DL Link website, dllink.co.za. Just click on events and then click on Jerusalem Marathon and then you'll meet the runners. Um, and have a look at the runners and you can make a donation. All these people are going to be traveling to Jerusalem. They're in training. They're doing it for a great cause. They're donating. And it's just, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing to see and you can be a part of it. So that is the dllink.co.za. I have on the show Shelley Lewin, who is the relationship architect. We're talking relationships. Um, just before the break, I asked you, Shelley, when you deal, when you're working with a couple, do you insist that each individual work on themselves? Is it important to be working on the self in order to build a relationship to come together? Do you have to become more self-actualized, integrated, whatever the word is, to be your best version when you when you yeah. enter or part of the relationship. What do you say, Shelley? Okay, so sometimes the best couple therapy is individual therapy. And the reason uh -huh. that I say that is because there are three entities at any point in time when I'm working with a couple. So there's the me, the one person, the you, the other person, one spouse, the other spouse. And the third entity is the relationship. Okay, so the relationship is the space between the two. And I am the voice of the relationship. I'm listening out for the relationship. How are each of the individuals contributing or contaminating? How are they helping or hindering? How are they neglecting or nourishing? Okay, so, so what happens is this, each entity can be in a different state of functioning. So, for example, there are three states of functioning. Critical state of functioning, which means, you know, I'm, uh, if you think of uh, emergency ward, you know, yeah. critical, uh, about to implode, really not in a good state, right? 
surviving is I'm doing okay. I, I'm, I'm out of the woods. I'm not hanging on the edge of a cliff. It's not about to implode. And then there's thriving. So when a couple comes to me, usually the relationship is in a critical or surviving state. So that's a given. They wouldn't be coming to see someone if they were in a thriving state. Sure. So I know that the one entity is in a critical or surviving state. But what I don't know is the, the state of the individuals. So I'm trying to understand, is the relationship in a critical or surviving state because one or both of those people are in a critical or surviving state themselves? And often that is the case. So if someone's in a critical state, so in other words, you just lost your job, you're your brother's dying of cancer, you are struggling to make ends meet, you're freaking out and about finances, you're worried about your health. That's a critical state of functioning. Now, if you are in a critical state of functioning, you do not have the capacity to give into a relationship space. So what mm. happens is, is that often it shows up in the relationship, but it's not a relationship it's not rooted in a, in a, it's not between us. That's the problem. The problem is that you've got one person who's basically drowning and, and they don't, they're not available emotionally, psychologically in any capacity for their partner. They're not showing up as in, in a partnership. So, so very often that's why I say sometimes the best couple therapy is individual therapy because when that person can then move out of a critical state of functioning into a surviving state of functioning, then we've got something to work with. You know, if you're drowning, right, and you can barely breathe, the last thing you can start thinking about is, is like, oh, my partner's um, not happy with the way that I'm being spoken to right now. Like, mm. if you feel like you're drowning, quite frankly, you don't care, yeah. you know, because we, when we are in a critical state, we become, it's, it's self-preservation kicks in. And that's just how humanity works, is that when we are in a critical state, our survival is the most important thing. So, so, so when a couple comes to me, I do a relationship audit. I'm trying to understand what are the states of functioning that we're dealing with here. And each state of functioning will determine the type of intervention that then rolls out. Right. Makes sense. And so, so Shelley, how, you know, how long do you normally work with a couple? I mean, I, I suppose it's, you know, it's asking how, how long is it? Yes, a string, a string. But I mean, um, yes. but, but, um, you know, I mean, basically what I'm saying is if, if you're working with a couple, then you identify after your audit that. Yes individuals are critical right now and we've Correct. got to push them to surviving and thriving. It, yes. it's, it, it can seem so overwhelming, like it's such a long journey. Is it, yes. does, is it such a long journey? So, so, Nikki, the way that I work is that I actually have people, colleagues that I work with that I don't see then. If I see someone as in a critical state of functioning, I will then pass the referral on for them to see a trauma counselor, for example. Uh -huh. So I, I, I work with a group or a team of people. I won't necessarily share the journey with someone who's in a critical state to get them back into a survival state. I, I will then, yes. So, so sometimes I will refer them on and say, right, right now, 
your relationship just needs to to be able to hold itself and give your partner five, six weeks with a trauma counselor and then come back to this conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, amazing. So, so Shelley, when, at, at what point does a person, you, you, I mean, what is, what does critical look like? Is critical when people have decided this is it? I'm walking away. I can't do it anymore. Um, yeah. Like so at crit- what point? And some people are so, you know, resistant to, to going and, and, and getting help. So, does, so does critical mean it's, yeah. So critical is when it's, um, uh, is, is when the relationship has become destructive. It's when we're really starting to hurt each other. Uh-huh. It's that, you know, that we're actually, we're, we, we're either neglecting the relationship where we, we've stopped caring. We're so disconnected that we stop caring or that we are actually engaging in relationships where we are hurting each other and there's some kind of verbal or emotional violence, that sort of destruction. Critical state of functioning. Yeah, I'm sure many people can relate to these states that you've described to us. Um, Shelley, we're going to take a break um, and then just one more question after the break. We'll be right back. High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back. We're having such an interesting conversation with Shelley Lewin, the relationship architect, about, yep, relationships. Shelley just talking about these three entities when she first meets a couple. That's the you, the me, um, and then this, the marriage, the re, or not marriage, but the relationship. And Shelley was also talking about different states of, of, of functioning. There's the critical state, the surviving and the thriving. And so those couples who come to her are usually at the critical or surviving stage. So Shelley, before we do say goodbye for people who are listening now who feel like the relationship is a struggle, that it's more effort than good, that it's more uh, pain than pleasure. What, what do you have to say to them right now? So I would just say that I want you to think of the, the, the analogy is that life and your relationships are a mirror. They're always reflecting who you are. So if you don't like what you see in the reflection, you can't go to the reflection and change the outside. You can't look at the mirror and see in the mirror the reflection of a sad face and do your best to work on changing the reflection in the mirror to the happy face. It starts inside. It starts with working with you. So when you work with you and you start to um, improve your relationship with yourself and feel healthier and empowered and happier, you will see it will start to reflect externally. So the reflection in the mirror will start smiling when you are smiling. It always starts with you. Mm, thank you, Shelley. So for people who are listening, they want to get hold of you, get an idea of how to stop, start changing um, from within, building a better relationship. How do they get hold of you? So I have a website, which is TRA Coaching, which stands for The Relationship Architect Coaching. You can also find me on LinkedIn, The Relationship Architect, or on Instagram, which is at the underscore relationship underscore architect. And the way that I work is that I tend to see couples, as I said, for a relationship audit, which is four sessions. And after those four sessions, usually 
people have a very clear sense of what they need to be doing differently in order to move their relationship from a critical state to a surviving state. Sometimes they might need external support, and I will suggest a trauma counselor or someone to help them with their own personal healing if that's what they need. But then it becomes a process from there that we design it from that point. That's the way that I work. Fantastic. Shelley, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. Wonderful having you on the show again. All the best for 2023. Take care. Thank you so much, Nikki. Thanks. Bye-bye. Shelley Lewin, the relationship architect. So there we have it. Um, life is what? It's a wonderful journey, this journey towards self. I say towards self because that's what it is. Hey, Everyone tells us we have these experts who come on and they all talk about going within. Isn't that what uh, Robin Banks said last week? You know, focus the relationship with the self. When we love ourselves, when we honor ourselves, when we work on ourselves, the world around us changes. Um, and Shelley's saying, amazingly, relationships can change because our relationships are a mirror and a reflection of what's going on inside of us. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I have so enjoyed being in your company and I do look forward to be with you again next week same time so until then take care and goodbye